Welcome back, listeners, for this week's bonus high. Today's question is, do you tend to live in the past, present, or future? Do you tend to live in the past, present, or future? I feel like this question is useful to every human being on the planet. (laughs) A 100%. Always, always relevant. I'll try to go first. I think, personally, I definitely do not live in the present. I'm trying to be better about that, but I don't think I really live in the present. Why not? I think my brain is hardwired to review things, which leans me towards the past. And then I also have a bad habit of not always truly appreciating where I am. And because of that, really being focused on where I have yet to be. So it's the future. So I really think I'm equal past and future, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, can I just copy that answer? Because, (laughs) (laughs) And actually, this makes a lot of sense if you think about what we've talked about on this show and how we talk to each other. That makes complete sense. I feel like that because I feel like in our shows, we unpack a lot of past and future sort of things. I don't think it's very present minded necessarily because we're like learning from things that happened over the past week, a high or a low. And then we're also like sometimes looking forward a bit as well. I mean, I think we're also very goal oriented and, you know, we had the goals guy on. So I think that that actually shows up. Our similarities in area area show up a lot. But I don't know. It might help you to know and it might help our listeners to know that I actually, when I worked at the University of Pittsburgh, wrote about a study that showed that it's actually physically impossible to live in the moment because of the way that cognition works. We are always remembering things that have happened and that's informing what we're actually doing in the present moment. So maybe a better way to say it might be like, do you live like day to day, day by day? Or are you always thinking, ruminating on the past or thinking about the future? Because I think like, I don't know, I know people who literally take their lives like day by day. And I find that to be a very interesting way to live that I don't really do. How do they do that? Like, what, what do they do? I think it's sort of like, they wake up and it's like, what do I feel like doing today? Like, how do I feel today? So I think like those people can be really fun to hang out with or whatever because they're spontaneous and they're adventurous, but they might not be the best people to make plans with because they don't like making plans. That's fair. That's fair. Mm -hmm. You can't get both. You can't get the planner and the spontaneity. And I think some of the more thoughtful people to kind of go back to what you were saying about yourself, like reviewing, um, if you're like an introspective person, you're going to do a lot of that. I mean, yeah. I do a lot of that even subconsciously, I think, thinking about the past, like what would have happened if had I done this or that. And I tend to live in a little bit more of regret mode, which I would prefer not to. But I think it's just my mind goes there of like the what could have been um, when I should be thinking like, how cool that I made that move back then that led me to this. And so I try right. to like rethink it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I definitely try to... um hitting myself over the head less with the past. That's good. Um, Not like berate myself for past choices, but realize like I did the best I could at that moment with what I knew at that point in time. I feel like our podcast is a little slice of present. If you can. um, I'm jogging with you. Yeah. If that that jives with you, because 
you know, we do take a moment to talk. I get that's a really good point. I never really thought about it that way. Like, how do you truly live in the present? I think some of our daily practices, I say are because we're both tend to be pretty introspective, thus a podcast about highs and lows. Um, <laughs> you know, like every morning you're talking about writing in your journal and writing your fitness journal and like reflecting, right? Reflecting. That in and of itself, I think, brings you back to the present. Just being aware of what's going on in your life. Not being so squirrely in the sense of um, the next bright, shiny thing that catches your eye, that's where you go. Like you take a moment to pause. You take that moment to reflect. I feel like that tethers me more to the present moment. Definitely. And I think if one thing I try to do when reading or journaling is really block out all the extra noise around me to be even more present because I think if you have your phone dinging or this or that or something, you know, a TV on in the background, I feel like it really pulls you out of that moment. I think that's why people say all their great ideas come in the shower because they have nothing else to do but wash their hair. So they're very present and just their mind is like lighting up. I find though, I feel like when you are in that place, it can be really fun to keep going with it. Like, I don't know if you've ever had the experience of sitting down with just a really good friend and before you know it, it's been like three hours and you had all the, yeah, your conversations went in all these directions and you weren't thinking about anything else. And that's a really cool feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And that, are you saying like your understanding of that is like you're really in the present because you're really just like vibing off of each other? I sound like exactly. such a happy, but you're <laughs> no, really no, exactly connecting with them and like like tell me more and let's talk about this and like just being just seeing where it goes. True, but at the same time, yes, you're present. But if you think about it, like I think about conversations I have with my old friend Cat, and we had like a routine with our conversations. So in a way, it's present, but it's also past because like we have this kind of rapport. Like we were known for our porch sits. We would just sit on the porch, drink wine or whatever, and just talk to talk. And like, this was like a thing we did and could do, you know, next week if we saw each other, um, sort of. Uh, But I think like you're still relying, I don't know, it's a very interesting way to think about it. You're still like kind of falling into a past routine, but living in the moment, in the present with that person. I think this question has everything to do with attachment. Ooh, That's what it's really asking. I feel like. That's a hot take. Like, are you, <laughs> are you attached to the past? Are you attached to the future? Or are you like kind of settled in the present? Yeah. And like, how much does each thing matter to you? Because like you were saying, I think both of us can be very future oriented because we're like, we don't have that one thing yet. Right. We want to go after that thing. But then when you get the thing, like, do you take the moment to celebrate it and enjoy it? Because I think for me, I today have things that I wanted 10 years ago. But now, like, I don't know, they, they're they not as satisfying as I, they're satisfying, but I don't think I had this moment of like, I made it. It was more just like, finally, this thing happened. Yes. Right. Check it. Right. Now what? Do you feel like that? Yeah. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of things on um, social media lately and, and they say like, today is the future that you dreamed for. Or like today is... Mm you have the thing that you always longed for and are you realizing you had it? So I can, def- I can definitely relate on that. Yeah. And it's, it's more like I'm remembering when the goals guy was on here and he was talking about it's not the thing. I mean, he said this in, in so many words. It's not the thing. It's the journey to get the thing and it's enjoying that journey. And like, oh my God, if I see one more, you know, um, meme or like 
beautiful sunrise with this like <laughs> pasted on top and white lettering. It's true though. It it really is the journey. So it's like up to us to remind ourselves that like it's not it's not the new car. It's not the great relationship. It's not the, you know, exceptional job or whatever, like new place to live. It really is the excitement before that. So, but then that's tricky, right? Because the excitement, you want to be tethered to the present because apparently that's what we're supposed to do, but still you're thinking of the future. So it's like that tricky line to walk. Are we though? I wonder like who, who said we need to live in the present? I mean, I do wonder where that came from now that we're like talking about this a little more deeply. I mean, I think it's a good practice. You want to be present focused on what's in front of you, but right. I, I personally don't see anything wrong with having goals. I think if the goals take over your life, that's kind of an issue, but right. Um, I think working towards something is always, but it, yeah, it's sort of what you said. Like I think about this in the gym, there's always a goal I can work on in the gym because I can always be better than I was at everything. And then right. once you get the thing that you've been working towards, it's like, well, now I got to just set another one. But it's like remembering in the days that you're like putting in the work to to achieve that, like what you're doing that, like why you're doing that, what it feels like to be on that journey. Yeah. I dig what you're saying. I feel like people are encouraged to live in the present because then you're calmer. Because mm. if you're constantly looking back, then it's like, oh man, what if? Regrets. You know? And like, that's like, like Debbie Downer. Yeah. Like, it's just mm-hmm. rough. It's a rough experience because you're never really experiencing what's happening. You're just like constantly reliving the past. But if you're constantly looking in the future, which no one can be in either place, you can't be in the past or the future, right? If you're constantly looking towards the future, then you're never really happy about where you are. So. And let's not forget that the past can also have so many good memories, uh, obviously, and that's why nostalgia exists and is real. Although nostalgia nostalgia can get you too, because you can reflect back on something and be like, that was like the best time ever because of this. But like during that time, you might have been going through something that you're totally like overlooking because this, you know what I mean? It's all interesting how the mind works. Yeah. Like we tend to look through rose colored glasses on certain points. Like Mm -hmm. in that moment, it could have been awful. But there was like one redeeming quality of it. And then you wrap that whole time around that one redeeming quality. And you're kind of like, oh, this is one of my best mm-hmm. times in life. Mm-hmm. One of my best. I don't know. So listeners, tell us more. Write to us. Do you live in the past, the present, or the future? Think about it. Get back to us. We actually wanted to wrap up today's show with... um. So a listener wrote in after our last bonus high when we were asking about what was the biggest change that you made. So we just wanted to read this because we we both thought it was pretty great. Um, she wrote, the biggest change I made last year was to develop a close relationship with my mother, who is 90 years old. Last wow. fall, we had to make the difficult decision to put her into assisted living. I had mixed emotions when I learned she would now be 10 minutes away from me instead of 45. Our relationship has been strained my entire life, but now I visit her every afternoon and really look forward to the visits. The roles are actually now reversed. I pick out her outfits, help her into bed for her nap into the afternoon. I also actually find myself looking forward to her calls and her and her sharing about her bingo winnings. Yes, I learned to love and value my mother last year. And then the listener goes on to write that she also learned to love more freely, uh, began to kind of tear down some walls, and now she's actually engaged to a wonderful man and looking forward to a new chapter ahead. So, I mean, that's a pretty powerful response, and I'm that's, I'm really happy for this listener. Yeah, me too. Congratulations. Um, no doubt it's tricky navigating relationships with 
our parents, especially when we're adults, right? It's a different yes. dynamic. So I'm happy you feel closer to your mom these days and you enjoy those calls, man. Enjoy those mm-hmm. conversations about bingo winnings because they're fun. They're fun. And enjoy the love because, you know, it's never too old to find love. Um, I think that's a good place to wrap up this week's bonus high. What do they say? You're never too, you're never too late and it's never too late and you're never too old. Listeners, thanks as always for checking in with us on this week's bonus high. As always, you can reach us at liverosepodcast at gmail.com. We love your responses. And as my mom would say, onward and upward. We'll see you next time.